You got a lovely head of hair. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 91 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Mo Dick, also known in Wales as his actual name, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. And even though we're still in dark uh, times, this yeah. next hour will cover you with a bonfire of emotions. As if... This is oh, love. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, I'm going to f- put you on a bonfire now. And then you kept going, yo, don't do that again. Stick to one song or two at tops, right? I don't want an album's worth of band songs before we start the what, podcast. What, what, were anyway. Were they song titles? I was just general sentences. That was, I don't know what. Whatever do you mean, Sean? Ha ha ha. You're lying, Mog. You're lying. Anyway, we've got the fantastic Ryan Potter from the Hunter. What a great chat. Lovely, lovely lad. Uh, first time meeting. So pretty much sure we're best friends now. And um, yeah, it was lovely to speak to him. Yeah, and I have to say, not only do this band have such an interesting story, but they are literally breaking down boundaries. Um, ever since the Hunter first came onto the scene in 2015 they've brought a unique blend of alternative rock to the table and quickly became a headlining act in the uk after like countless major support slots playing festivals like reading and leeds and everything but they've always been labeled as this indie band but now they have a brand new third studio record come out on october 2nd called i'd rather die than let you in and it is a stonker of heavy riffs anthems and everything in between the single so far sean and i have loved and we thought we had to get him on to talk all about it yeah uh yeah he talks about the change in sound and yeah some of the people they've worked with reel them off mog reel them off Uh, it's gonna blow your mind so not only is this this album is produced by john feldman which listeners to this podcast will know has crazy stories of every band he's worked with but there's features on this record from the likes of travis barker of blink 182 have you heard of him members of 21 pilots oh how many of them one so ten and a half pilots carry Mm, on yeah pete wentz a fallout boy oh i know him I think I've seen his winky on the internet. Oh, wow. And Ryan also tells us about a secret session 
secret writing session he might be doing Ooh. very very soon so yeah keep that's bigger ears than everything that. that is yeah that is bigger than everything when he told me he'd been doing that i was like awesome for you awesome but also ask me i'll do it as well <laughs> please please but yeah thanks so much to ryan and um everybody in the hunter for letting ryan come on the podcast we had a really really great time um i don't think he was expecting the podcast to be like it was i think he was expecting straight up questions and um a boring time but I think we had a great, great time. So, yeah. yeah, make sure you listen to every second of this upcoming chat. Yeah, I'd say, like, it's quite interesting when we do meet people for the first time through this podcast because they don't know what to expect. And then you and I rock up and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Who are these sick, grotesquely ugly uh, freaks? That as well. But, yeah, we're going to be talking a whole host of stuff from their evolution and journey, record label struggles because they've gone through a bit of them, backstage politics, very personal thoughts, and so much other crazy shit. It's a great episode. Thanks again for Ryan for taking out time. He's recording recorded this um when they were actually at a recording studio doing a little bit of extra surprises for this record as well so there might be one or two weird noises in the background but let's make a game of it write down what weird noises you think you hear in this podcast and then let us know at sapling pod on the twitter and instagram pages i was just gonna write down morgan richard's voice then and just hold it up to the <laughs> this is what i heard this is weirdo yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sappeninpod. S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. That's S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Let us know your thoughts, your comments, future guests, um, how much you hate us, um, how much you dis- despise my new band called Raiders, how much you hate my old band called The Blackout, how much you love Morgan's writing on wrestling in the mirror. Um, <laughs> you know, let us know. At Sappening Pod. At S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. And then if you want to go to the next level of internet bullying with us or singing our praises or just, I don't know, making memes, for example, another place you could check out is patreon.com forward slash sapnin. And with that, you help create this podcast, get bigger and better each and every week. Yes. Thank you very much to everybody that is currently a Patreon. It absolutely means the world to us. You are absolute heroes and your support for each other is absolutely mind-blowing and heart-melting. So thank you very much. Um, If you've listened to this podcast or any of the other episodes and have enjoyed it, please think about uh, supporting us in some way. So we will have merch soon. We say this all the time. (laughs) Wheels are in motion. Printed wheels are in motion. But to be in with a chance of being the first people to pre-order that, Join our Patreon uh, for as little as, I don't know, as little as anything at all, isn't it? Yeah, like a cup of coffee, I hear, sometimes. Yeah, and you don't even drink coffee, so no. I love the coffee. Cheers, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, te- technically, everybody who's joined the Patreon now, right, who's technically given us a cup of coffee, yeah. well, you don't like coffee, so... <laughs> I'll have a hot chocolate, though, and sometimes no, no, that's no, no, cheaper no, no, than... No, ch- no, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's cheaper ah, than coffee saying, sometimes. Ah, but yeah, mm. yeah, but we, have been, mm, mm, but we have been saying coffee, though, and we... So, th- I don't want to... Because if we say our chocolate we've been spending on our chocolate now right yeah. some of the patreons could probably sue us for false advertising because we've mentioned oh, coffee so much. and because you don't like coffee no it's true yeah you should probably send me the money 
Anyway, um, this is Ryan Potter from The Hunter. Check this out. It's a great laugh. Tidy. Sapnin! Sapnin! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sapnin! 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 Yes! <laughs> yes, we are joined at this time by Ryan from The Hannah. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm actually good, yeah. In all the shitstorm that's happening, I actually feel a little bit more normal being able to be at the studio and be able to actually create music with the guys. So, yeah, feeling better. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time, man. I know it's been so busy lately with new music and everything. Uh, you're at the studio at the moment. What's uh, what's going on? What's the vibes down there? Yeah, it's good. We're back at Livingston Studio in London. Not sure if you've ever been, but um, we did our second album, Dare, here. And then we obviously done the third album now. Um, but there was a song on it we had a demo for. Um, and we left it off the album. And then, yeah, we're kind of here to create it and make it into a full piece for the future so yeah it's exciting nice will that go are you planning on releasing that like as a single on its own then or a b-side or i think um it's gonna definitely be separate to the album i think i mean we've got other songs that we've kept as a little after album treat so uh yeah i think it might go on there or it might be a standalone single but yeah we'll, we'll figure it out yeah, well, it seems the Hunter have just been so busy in this weird lockdown period as it is, working on new music, things behind the scene for the upcoming third record now. What's it been like for you so far? Has it been a strange time, even though you've been creative, that there's kind of been restrictions with stuff as well? Yeah, I think so, definitely. Like, obviously, it's the same situation for everyone. I think everyone kind of feels, you know, we've been making music at home and, 
you know, doing things on socials with our fans and stuff to, to keep busy and keep the fans, um, you know, happy and stuff. But it's definitely harder. You know, we should be on tour right now. We had the biggest touring year that we've had as a band scheduled for this year. So all of a year's plans just out the window, especially with the third album coming out was definitely not great news, but, um, it's also given us time to work on other songs that maybe we'd left for a little bit longer and, and come up with new inspiration for future stuff and kind of just, I guess, get better as musicians. And I think we're just trying to keep busy that way and try and make positives out of things, but it's definitely been up and down. Like there's definitely been days where, cause there's no end in sight really. It's kind of when the hell are we going to be able to get back out there and mm, yeah, do yeah. What, what we all want to do. Cause I, I like the mo the most that, because we got we're releasing songs and stuff and it's been going great but when you're releasing songs and you're on the roads and you're playing shows and you're face to face with fans and you can feel the excitement more firsthand when you're in this situation it's kind of hard to gauge what's actually happening how people are really feeling so it's definitely a strange time but yeah just got to keep positive and Hope for the best, I guess. <laughs> have, you, have you had any scheduling problems with the record through this? Like, has it been pushed back at all, or are you just rearing for it to come out now? We did. It was going to come out in May, and then obviously that didn't happen, so we, we pushed it back to later in the year, which is 2nd of October that is coming out now. And we pushed it back at that point because we thought, let's push it back a bit, and maybe by then we'll be able to be with our fans a bit more and it'll, it'll be better that way. Cause this, it sucks to spend so much time on an album, create it and then not be able to be out there and share it with your fans and talk to them about it. And, um, so we wanted to wait a bit. So yeah, but we're still going through ideas and ways to kind of, if we can't do in-store shows and meet fans, other ways to do it, but yeah, it'll be October 2nd now, but we're, we're super excited for it to come out. All the singles have been great. Um, and yeah, we've, yes. we've got, yeah, they have. Thank you. Yeah. The next single that's coming out, um, just before the album is one of the biggies that we've been saving for a while. So exciting times. <laughs> Ex very, very exciting yeah. times. Yeah. 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 No, it's good to see. I'm glad you, I'm glad you've kept busy. Cause I know a lot of people would be like, well, myself now, like I've got a new band now and we've, we've, we're kind of sitting on four songs that we've, we've had for a while mm. that we've just, we've just had back that are mastered and we're, we're like rushing to put them out, but then also I, I I'm kind of stuck. Like I kind of I'm like yeah I won't yeah. I'm busting for people to hear it. Like fucking hear it is, but also I'm like but yeah once it's out, what yeah. you know what I, I want to play <laughs> yeah yeah my my thing is playing live. I just want to play live more than anything in the world. Like that's my yeah. that's my crack. Um, <laughs> playing live a hundred percent. That that's my crack as well for sure. Nice. Yes, we're brothers in crack. <laughs> Nobody was expecting this. But with this new record as well, I mean, there seems to be a complete new attitude with the band, with the kind of sound and some of the visuals and everything behind the scenes going on. You've had this album in the work for so long now. Um, does it feel almost like a new chapter in the band in many ways? Not just another album cycle, but able to express yourselves in a completely new aspect than before? Yeah, 100%. Um I think that's what's so exciting for us is that it really does feel like a kind of coming of age moment, an album for us. And, you know, on the first two records, we 
were new to it and things kind of happened very quick. So we were getting used to everything and um, we were loving it. We loved what we made, but there was also, we had so many issues with our um, ex-label that we're no longer with because um, we found out lots of dark shit. So we had to get out of that because it's toxic. And then, so to go in those situations when we were recording, we'd want to maybe try stuff or work with electronic um, instrumentation and stuff. But they kind of had their idea that we were this straight up indie rock um, band. Um, whereas we have so many different influences that was holding us back a bit. And now that we removed ourselves from that for the first time, um, we're kind of allowed to, <laughs> to, to kind of do what we want and experiment with whatever we want features, you know, other people singing with me, uh, especially, um, on this album, we've got Femme who's amazing. And, um, I've wanted to have a female vocalist sing with me for so long and it's just kind of always been pushed and to the sides. So for this one definitely feels like we're letting out a lot of anger and yeah. kind of revenge from that situation. Um, and I feel like, you know, because of everything and we're growing as people naturally, we've learned a lot and our, our views are just different to what they were two or three years ago when we started. So for us, it's the best work that we've produced. We feel when we're just really happy with the new sound and yeah, excited for the new era. Yeah, because one of the things I wanted to talk about, um, you mentioned indie rock there. I think since Sahana first came out on the scene in 2015, there's always been that weird conception of people just randomly labeling you indie rock, even though you have all these kind of heavier and different elements throughout your back catalogue. I mean, how do you really identify the band? You've toured with so many different acts. You've played different festivals. I mean, there seems that there's a loads of different inspirations going on in everything. Yeah, there is. And I think, like you said, even on the previous albums, you know, on Dare, the, the title track Dare is definitely not indie rock. I would say it's a lot heavier than Bonfire and She's Casual and all those songs. You don't want it with me as well. But then we have songs like Babe Can I Call, which is a totally different vibe entirely. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it is kind of difficult as well because we've always said because of all those different aspects and influences, again, like Sycamore Tree compared to You Don't Want It With Me is two different complete atmospheres. So we, we always have liked to call it Turn Up Rock because we love hip hoppers and stuff as well and, and, and that kind of culture and was influenced by that so much, which is heavily featured on the new album. And anyone that comes to our shows always leaves and says that, you know, it's like one of the most energetic things they've ever seen. And we just, you know, like you said, Sean, for us, are, we're happiest when we're on stage and when we're on tour. That's, that's why we do it. That's what we love doing. Like, it's amazing being in the studio and hearing what you had in your head come to light and even get better. But playing those physically on stage and just being in that atmosphere is you, you can't beat that. So um, I would say, yeah, turn up rock, just, just super energetic and eclectic. I'd say. Yeah. What would you say? Like some of your influences have been since, well, from starting the band to now, how do you think your influences have changed then? Um, I mean, from the beginning, like for me, even from an early age, vocally, I, I loved a lot of soul music. So I was like really obsessed with Ray Charles um, when I was like 14, 15, Aretha Franklin. And then, you know, people like The Weeknd and, and stuff vocally for me is what I listen to a lot more. But then obviously as well, like bands like Kings of Leon, especially when we first started 
were a huge influence on us. Um, so it's all, I mean, it's just everything. Our drummer, Jack, is quite a big metal head. Like, you know, he, we all love it, but he's into like Deftones a lot and um, Slipknot and all those kind of things. So it's kind of been a mixture all the way from the beginning. But I would say that I think the only thing that's changed, which is exciting for us, is that we can now use synths and electronic mm. um, instrumentation, which has opened up a whole new kind of thing for us. And it kind of doing the third album has shown us, you know, where the next step is and, and what we yeah. can now produce and ha- what we can be from, from trying all these new things. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's just such an exciting time because even where with some of the songs on the album, we're like, wow, this sounds even better than what I had imagined in my head. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. But do, do you think the Hannah have always had that kind of strange struggle in not, not finding yourself, but being able to kind of promote that and let listeners know how much, what actual band you, you've wanted to be? Because like, as I said, you've told us so many different bands in the past. You've got a fan base of a really mixed collection of, of backgrounds and music they're into. Has it just been kind of weird trying to portray yourselves in, in the spotlight you've always wanted to be portrayed in? I think, I think what it is is when we when we were with our ex label or manager, some of the things that people were seeing online, like the marketing for us, there were things like you know if you if you like Justin Bieber, you'll love the Hunter, and and I think there was even ones like Ariana Grande and stuff like that. So like you know, and and we used to see them and we used to be like, dude, what the what the fuck is this? <laughs> like that's you know that's not. Not that we don't like Justin Bieber or appreciate his music, yeah. you know, but that's, we're a band and we're a rock band predominantly. And that's not, you know, it's just kind of false claims, really. It's just weird. That's not how we want people to perceive us straight away. And I think because it was so aggressive as well, people just kind of saw that and immediately kind of made up their mind, like, so, you know, they just don't really get it. Like, we're a pop band that have been put together. A lot of people used to think that, that we've been put together, but we've all grown up together. We live 10 minutes away from each other. And, you know, so there's been those kind of things. But on top of that as well, he used to, like on social media, videos or stuff like that, or visual stuff, we'd, they'd like send something and we'd be like, oh no, we want to change this. Or, you know, we don't want that, we want something else. And then the next day we'd wake up and it would just be out. It'd be posted. And, and it's like, it just, it just got ridiculous. So I think because of those things now, what we're doing is kind of, we're doing it now and we're, we're allowed to do that. So we're showing people, I think more of what we're actually about. And, um, I think it's slowly happening and people are starting to get it more, but I think all that shit before is kind of, I guess, confused people a bit and they're not really sure where, where we fit. But I mean, we know we know where we fit and we know where we want to go. This album will will show that, and um, yeah, we're pretty confident that you know when we get back touring and play these play these songs and then create more of the new Hunter era, that um, it will be cleared up for people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, was it um was it a struggle getting off that label, uh, or did you just come to the end of the contract? No, it was it was it was everything movie like. <laughs> it was. Like, again, it's crazy because when you're obviously 14, 15 and you have a dream of being in a rock band, you know, you don't think that, you don't really think about lawyers and getting out of contracts and people stealing all your money and all that. And, it, you know, it wasn't just us. It was yeah. 
uh, merch companies and photographers and, you know, friends of ours that are on part of the crew. The producer on the second album, Duncan, he still hasn't been paid. Like, it's, it's, oh, it's, wow. it's crazy. So, you know, there was a lot of people involved. Um, but yeah. So, sorry, I just got sidetracked again. Every time I talk about that guy, <laughs> it's right. it's just anyway, like, I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a, yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Moving on. Moving on. Um, no, but it, it's, it's nice to see that, like, you know, you're obviously so excited about getting to that next step of the band mm. now. I mean, the new singles have been sounding so good like there's bits were so heavy Big, huge yeah that, i mean yeah. you can really see see the evolution uh, yeah. of the band on this record yeah like we a lot of people have said it is heavier than before which it definitely is and that was something that we wanted to to show we wanted to show that side because we kind of haven't been able to before um and as well after everything that happens and and growing from that and our outlook on life and everything has changed and there is anger in this album because it's directed at you know the ex-label and, and management um this is the album back from them so it's us it's kind of been a catharsis for us it's kind of like helped us get over it and kind of this is like putting it to bed and it's like it's over now we're gonna go and do our thing and we're gonna show you what we can do basically but i think yeah but but the hana you know it is we didn't want it to be so heavy that it's then disjointed from, from yeah. our other stuff because again, we don't want to just be able, just want to do one thing. We want to be able to, to do all different styles and anything that just feels right to us. So we don't kind of want to have a hole if we can help it. Yeah. Well, I have to, yeah, I have to commend you all on your outlook really, because I know, I know loads of bands who like shit like that has happened to who have just been like, Oh, fuck it then. And just, you know, given up or split up or gone solo and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, con- congratulations. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That you've stuck together and yeah. Super excited for uh, the new record. Thank you, man. Thank you. It definitely was uh, like, th- there was definitely times where you kind of sit in there and we weren't allowed to release music for six months. And it was like, we don't know what's happening because we're still tied to it, but he was, kind of hiding and no one could get hold of him and we didn't know what was going to happen so it was like you have moments of like you know what am I going to do if this if this doesn't happen again or you know what should we should we reevaluate this and where we're at but the main thing again that kept us going was we're all we've all grown up together and we all pick our pick ourselves back up together and we told the fans straight away when it was happening we, we were up front and we told them what had happened and to bear with us and you know they repaid us in so much support and they're still here today so fans are um, such a huge part of this band like it's not just a band it's a family we've said it so many times before so that's awesome that's awesome yeah. i'm glad yeah yeah i'm glad they've stuck with you um yeah so yeah let's get away from the misery <laughs> let's talk about the new record yeah. well um i well, i Oh wait! Oh wait! Oh misery guts with it. Some more misery. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I was gonna say, if you want to flip it completely from misery into positive energy, mm. the man with the most positive energy ever, John Feldman, <laughs> yes. produced your record. Yeah. Um, we've had so many stories on here in the past with bands working with him and just kind of the crazy antics and methods and stuff he uses in the studio. What was that experience like? It was honestly, it was the best experience ever. I like, especially again, after all that situation, 
to yeah. not like <laughs> having bet. time to be like, what's going on here? Where, where are we going to go? Can we do this? Can we do that? To then slipping it and going out to America, to LA, to Feldy's place to record um, with him. And then, you know, he's bringing in people like Pete Wentz and Travis Barker and Josh Dunn from 21 Pilots. And it was, yeah, it was just like, like <laughs> such a roller coaster. It was like one emotion to the next. But it, I think that really kind of saved us a little bit. I think it was just what we needed. To, I think we needed to get away and be with someone like Feldy. He's got such a contagious energy and just such a positive one. He just never, he never stops. He's just always on the go. Probably because he drinks so much coffee during the day. <laughs> it is insane. Um, coffee, uh, coffee and that's donuts. About the fifth, that's about the fifth time we've heard that <laughs> in this podcast. He loves coffee! He is. He is. Um, yeah, how, how did you, yeah, how did that come about? How did you come to work with him? Um, we... So we signed with a new management over here after we got out of all that shit. And then um, we're signed to 300 in New York. Um, and we have been from the beginning and they're amazing. And they wanted us to go out and write for two weeks, write some songs for the new record over there. Because as well, we'd only ever made music in England. We'd not been to the States before. And it's like, it's a total, total other game. It's insane the talent out there and obviously all the artists out there so they hooked us up with two weeks of writing with different people and it was great and then Feldy was the last two days um and we were the first session we went and we were pretty hung over and we went in and we were in the uber just like kind of dead like oh god and then we pulled up to these gates in calabasas and obviously it's a gated community and then we're like going through and we're like looking at houses we're like holy shit like where are we what's going on they were like right up in the hills and we meet him. He was amazing. We did um, three songs in one day in the first day. Um, I want to know, I want to know the song that's the last song that just came out. We wrote in 20 minutes. <laughs> um, and it's, wow. it's, it's one of our favorites that we've ever written for sure. Mm. Um, so it's catchy, very catchy, um, <laughs> very which is what catchy. we like. So yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah it was just crazy it was basically through 300 and then just from the first day I think all of our energies in the room just connected it's like he's we're crazy he's crazy we're crazy together we love each other I couldn't imagine not knowing John Feldman now like he's he's really and I think the thing was we after the first day we were like do you want to do the record <laughs> and he was like absolutely I'll do it so I think he just really you know when you just meet someone and someone just understands and gets what you want to do and where you want to go and, and kind of really bring stuff out of you. He's definitely taught us more about what we can do um, and our abilities. So it feels like almost fate that Feldy stepped in and brought us up, basically. That's awesome. You can tell us about the first time like one of those rock superstars turned up where they announced that's what I want to know I want to know does John Ta does John Feldman say ladies and gentlemen Peter Wentz or does he just go oh I got somebody coming out and then all of a sudden Travis there it was exactly that like the first I think the first person was um, Josh Dunn from 21 Pilots and good start great start yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we uh we just turned up to the studio and we were we were uh writing the song and then he was like oh uh josh dunn's gonna come down and we were like oh, okay cool so then he came and he was such a nice guy incredible at drums obviously um and we wrote a song together it was amazing dark times and then one of, i don't think it was the next day or the day after 
we were in the Uber on the way to the session. And just before we got there, I was like, hang on, I need to just prep myself. I'm going to ask Feldy if someone's coming in because I can't have another just walk in on me. Like it's too much. So I was like, Feldy, who's, is anyone in the session today? Or is it just us? And he was like, Oh yeah, Pete Wentz. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm, I'm glad I asked. So I'm just in the Uber to Dan. I'm just like, dude, Pete Wentz is coming today. Pete Wentz is coming today. Cause I, you know, I, I used to, I started off playing bass and I used to have his bass, seen them so many times, oh, wow. like Fallout Boy, yeah. one of one of my favorite uh, bands growing up. So that was, yeah, so weird. And then I remember being in the studio and he, he hadn't turned up yet. And I kind of, we got into the song and I kind of almost forgot. And then the door opened and I thought it was Dan coming in from having a cigarette and I was going to ask him something about the song. And I was like, oh, da, da, da. and I kind of looked up and it was just Pete Wentz in front of me. And I was just like, kind of didn't say anything. I was just kind of looking at him, like taking him in like, okay, this is Pete Wentz right now. Because I haven't seen him like, yeah, never yeah. that close up. It was so trippy. Oh, um, oh Peter. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Peter. <laughs> Uh, i've been waiting for you yeah um (laughs) yeah that's awesome so yeah did um did you write with did you write with pete then yeah we wrote with pete as well yeah um the song on the record is called one second left with pete and then yeah obviously feldy and travis best friends it's not it's not called one second left with pete though is it it's <laughs> no. just one second. Just left. one second left. <laughs> right, I'll write that down. Yeah. yeah, one second left. Repeat. Yeah, no, they, they wouldn't let uh, me put that on the album. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You mentioned Travis then. Um, yeah. yeah. Wild. Does he turn? Yeah. What does? How does your drummer feel? Like this is, <laughs> this is instantly what I, instantly what I think is. Your drummer sitting there now, just in the thing, going, "Oh, good take today. Good day. What a good day. Nice one, John. What are we doing next?" Another coffee is it? All right, cool. Oh, wait a minute. Tattoo drum maniac Travis Barker's walked in. <laughs> and then two and two clicks, and he's like, Oh, I'm not playing on this, and I might. <laughs> like, how does, that, well, how does that come about? Weird. The, the cover you, the track that Travis jumped on was the, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was the last song that we finished for the album. Um, so we kind of did everything else. We had like 20 songs that were potentials on the album. So it was hard to whittle it down anyway. And Jack had done all the drums for everything else. And then obviously if, if Travis Barker says that he wants to drum yeah, on can't. a track, yeah. you know, that's, uh, that's huge. And you'd be silly to turn that down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and 100%, as well, 100%. Travis is one of Jack's, biggest icons obviously as a drummer he you know he is to everyone um so it was more ex- just excited that he's you know because he's such a big name as well that he wants to is willing to put his name to our new record is uh is a huge thing for us so yeah we, we just saw it as a positive and he, he he'll get to play it live so. <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah. i just i just like the idea of jack just turning around and going Ah, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> only, the fucking, only the best drummer of all times turned up. Yeah. He, he is insane to watch. It's crazy because when we were out there, Feldy took us to a Blink show and it was the first time we'd ever seen them. But it's like, I mean, obviously I knew he was amazing, but when you see him like in the flesh, oh, yeah. it's like, oh my God. He's like, it's just yeah. incredible. Yeah. So much character. It's incredible. Amazing. 
so it sounds like it's just a, a hell of an experience in the studio but mentioning working with different people as well I've seen online that there was loads of rumours that you were actually supposed to go and do a writing session with Gerard and Ray from My Chemical Romance um, can yeah. you kind of clear that up a bit is there any updates on it I mean what, what happened there um, again another <laughs> <laughs> Huge one for me. I had the uh, I had the MCR bags. I had the MCR calendars. Oh, well, yeah. I had I had everything. I was Gerard Way was was my guy. Um, I've seen them so many times growing up. Um, so three hundreds came with us for that and said that they've heard our stuff and they're they're fans. They like they like our our music, which was amazing. We were like oh, cool. And then they said they want to do a session with you guys. And we were like, of course, hundred percent. We're in, sort it out. Let's do it. No, no, not doing it. Not interested. Yeah, nah. Three cheers for that. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, brilliant. Yeah. So yeah. And then I think it's kind of gone around. I know that when that was happening, we got an email saying that because of, the whole Umbrella Academy thing was kicking off with Netflix that obviously Gerard was super busy. Um, and then that, and then we did the album and it kind of didn't happen, but there was always times for the future. And then a few months ago, actually, Alison from 300 said to us again about Ray saying that he wanted to, to write still. So we've been writing at home during COVID and trying to get some bits together and send it to Feldy and then probably you know send it to ray and and them and see what they think and see if they want to maybe get involved with that or or another way but i mean if if we could be over in america with feldy i'm pretty sure that if we were there with him we'd be able to sort out a day to come by but obviously with the situation it's it's pretty tough it's not the greatest writing music over a zoom call no no Um, yeah not much of a well i mean you can still do it and create great music but you know if I write with if I write with Ray or Gerard from MCR, I want to I want to be in the room. You know, I want to. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, hope I'm pretty sure that it will happen at some point in the future. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping anyway because that would be another massive trip for me. It's been it's just it's been the most wild ride, and then yeah, and then this all this COVID stuff. It's just but bonk, but what I take from it. How I how I see it, like looking from the outside in, is you got to a point where most bands would have been fucking fed up of having the f- piss taken out of them and mm. would have just fucking knocked it on the air day. But you've stuck to it, and all the best things, yeah, have come are like coming since and are to come. Yeah. So, well, like, thank oh, you. This is fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's awesome. I commend you for it because I know a lot of people would have just fucking knocked it on the head. And just gone. Oh fuck this! I can't do this. But it's awesome. I fucking chuffed for you. I'm <laughs> Thank the you, man. Thank you, man. We got to meet up when all this shit's over. <laughs> yeah, let's. Do, yeah, we do one of these oh, in yeah. the flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do a flesh, <laughs> a flesh. <laughs> 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 that don't sound too good. Yeah, dreadful. But but on on, a, on some level as well. I mean, like your kids in, inside must just be freaking out that even all these your favorite bands as a child all know your music or know who you are have all listened to art you've created i mean having a moment to think about that must just be like a weird trip yeah like yeah i mean at the time it was trippy and then you kind of again you're so focused on the album and then when we came home i think as well because of all the COVID stuff, we've had the most time off that we've had in the last like seven years or something. So 
I think it's like these moments where you kind of can't do what you're normally doing and your mind kind of reflects and you're like, holy sh-. Like actually the other day on Instagram, a year came up and it was the day, it was a picture of us with Pete Wentz and Veldy at his house. And it was a year ago that day that we wrote the song. And I was like, a year ago, like what? It just, it's, it feels like yeah. I was there a few months ago. So it's crazy how time flies. And seeing that, it was just like, again, I was just like, well, holy shit. Like, yeah. Like I, I, I never thought at the beginning that, you know, I'd be making music with all these idols of mine and people that influenced me. And I think the, the music that we're making and for the kind of scene right now and how it, how it's kind of come back around, um, it's kind of the perfect timing, you know, Fall Out Boy and My Chemical Romance, Blink-182, all that, all that era is kind of coming back. Yeah, yeah. we're just going to take it all in our stride. And as you said, hopefully a lot more madness to come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it'll be, uh, be interesting to see when we can tour again, uh, which one of those bands are going to take you out first. <laughs> yeah, <it will. laughs> I mean, it's come on. It's a race, yeah. <laughs> Highest bidders, Blink 182. Oh, imagine that. Bidding wall. Oh, I'd love that. Imagine all... I'm I'm partly jealous as well, so, um, yeah. Congratulations. Thank Um, you, man. Yeah, what what other plans have you got now up until release? Is there any cool Um, things happening? Yeah, we've got... So we're in the studio now, and then... I mean, the album comes out in October, so we're going to have, we're sorting out lots of performances. So, yeah, we'll be sorting out ways for us to perform and, and, and be with fans uh, to promote the album. We've got, we're doing, shooting the video for the last single before the album comes out, um, which is going to be dope. Very excited for that. I mean, that, yeah, that's pretty much it, really. I mean, the video is a big thing, and then just finding ways to, connect with as many people as possible and tell them about the album and then yeah album will be out and we'll we'll see what happens and then we've got a lot of music in the hunter bank we like to call it the hunter bank so yeah it's definitely not going to be like the album's out and then there's kind of nothing until we tour we've we've got a lot of ammo so yeah yeah. interesting yeah Yeah. (laughs) so yeah i mean i mean hunter mania is coming (laughs) <laughs> oh that please make that a t-shirt that know, needs right. to be a t-shirt it does it does we should with, do merch with Han- Hannah Mania runs wild on you on the back yeah. <laughs> oh make oh. a Hulk Hogan based Hannah t-shirt <laughs> just in, yeah, your face but just impose the moustache oh it gets better yes <laughs> oh we need we're going to have to take 30% of all those shells oh. now I'm sorry about that but we have come up with That's a great no. great t-shirt oh, if, yeah. um, if your first show back isn't coming on to an intro of you pretending to be Hawk Hogan <laughs> <laughs> I can make a good Hogan thing I guess I've got the hair and the- <laughs> I could do it. Anyway. Yeah, can, can you rip a t-shirt from the neck? That's the um, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thank, I, thank you so much for doing this. Oh Go man, on. of course. It's been, been a blast. Um, but on this podcast as well, I mean, we've found out that a lot of listeners really love to find out 
what what band members or guests and stuff are, are up to like on their day to day life. I mean, what things mm. away from music in particular that inspire you or keep you going or just get your mind off of the dauntingness of tours, writing music and and being stuck in that world all the time. Is is there anything for you that comes to mind that really helps you maybe de-stress or take a break? Yeah, um, for a long time now, I've found that working out is actually a really good one for me. Yeah, when I work out, I just kind of don't really think about anything else. Um, and I feel that helps me for sure. Um, we're all massive movie heads. So recently we actually created a thing called the Cinema Club. And yeah, we vote. Well, we did the first vote a few weeks ago, two films a night. You go through the genres. You write, so yeah, we we're, we're big on on that. Um, what what have you um what have you gone through so far? So we did the first one last week. We got two films, but we started them late, so we only did one. But it was Secret Window with Johnny Depp in. It's a Stephen King novel, but yeah, it's dope. You should watch it. Really good. It's like a psychological thriller. It's dope. Um, and then the next one we've got to watch is The Invisible Man because that got picked out on the. Uh, before we were the Hunter, um, and we were called Alaska Campus, we um, we wrote an EP, and I think three of the songs, or, or all of the songs, maybe were from characters' perspectives in films that we loved. So, oh wow! One of the films was Five Hundred Days of Summer. One of them was Cemetery Junction. We did one about Blow, the film with Johnny Depp. That film, that's one of our favorites. So I mean, yeah, we're 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 big on movies, and we have found influence from movies before. What else? I mean, oh, and you know, still a little bit of I can't beat a little bit of FIFA on PlayStation. Oh, nice! I actually just I actually just got um, this samurai game called Ghost of Tsushima, which is really good. You should check it out. So yeah, I mean, sometimes you just need to switch off and just be a samurai for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. So, so, yeah sometimes you need to switch off and just go to ancient japan and chop people to death exactly <laughs> you know, exactly yeah you know. i'm like there's, there's like there's like bits in it i'm like that you there's like a fox and if you find the foxes they start to run off and if you follow them they take you to like these secret caves and there's like these shrines and stuff so that's what i'm doing all right <laughs> oh, okay. just following foxes worshiping shrines. Yeah, i thought you were gonna say yeah, I thought you were going to say, oh, I was in the garden the other day and I saw a fox and I thought, oh, I'll follow that now because I've been playing the game. And I've, ended up, I've ended up in a giant cave full of gold. Uh, oh, that would be incredible. Travis Barker was here as well. That sounds like the ultimate gaming tagline for every game going forward now. I mean, imagine sometimes you just need some time off and pretend you're a big blue hedgehog. <laughs> exactly exactly sometimes you do it just you know it's just not reality so it's just oh like you know we can't release music for you know, six months and you know we don't know if we can sign a new deal but hey i can go and be a world-class legend samurai and you know everyone in the villages love me and save tsushima and then you know then that's that's all you think about and yeah. then after that's done then then you're back to oh okay life <laughs> you got me thinking about other people Games and jobs now. <laughs> but I, I, I don't condone anyone to try and escape reality through video games and get hooked. I don't want to send a, the wrong message here. <laughs> no, too late. I've said it. We're, keeping that in. We're, we're cutting this bit out. We're cutting all the interview out about all the album, about everything you've done, and we're just going to go, yeah. oh, yeah, you should just do gaming to escape reality. And that's it. Yeah. Um, 
No. Oh. Gaming and weed. Yeah. Oh. 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 <laughs> no, oh, they yes. go hand in hand, apparently. They do. Yeah, sold to me. Both sold to me. Um awesome yeah cool morgan are you, yeah are you good thanks man this has been an absolute yeah, pleasure cheers, thank you much uh, best best of luck now with the release of the record i can't hate, wait to hear the rest of it and uh see these songs live eventually yes yeah you guys yeah if you want to if you see any shows you want to come to just just let me know we'll we'll sort it out yeah well nice thank, awesome. you, thank you very much thank you guys it's been lovely great interview thank you no, cheers. Really no, no worries well, it's, it's hardly an interview. It's just us talking about yeah. like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But that's what we do. That's yeah, what we do. That's how to do um, it. But yeah, th- thank you so much for this. So yeah, um, yeah. See you soon. Hopefully, October second. Yeah. Um, I'd rather die than let you in. Comes out. Everybody, write that in your diaries and calendars. Yeah. Thank you, man. Cheers, guys. Take it easy. You're listening to Lovely stuff. Yeah, boy. The Hunters Happening <laughs> <in> Podcast. <laughs> oh, I killed Sean. Fuck yeah. Look, I know Fucking... that interview was that good, Sean, but you didn't have to die because of it. Fuck it, hell. I wasn't expecting you to come back as fucking Bob Marley. What was that? <laughs> yeah, boy. What was that? I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much to Ryan Potter from The Hunter. Um, absolutely delightful chap. Uh, the more we got into it, the more we enjoyed his company, and some of those stories are awesome. Yeah. Uh, how'd, you, how'd you get to work with Mike Hammer? Uh, I don't know. Um, when Jerry, when Jerry Way phoning me up, going, "Oh, do you want to do some songs?" Yeah, I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah. How? How does that happen? It's it's crazy. Um, but but especially like I, I know we mentioned it a lot, but from going from all those problems they've had with their previous record label to now being able to work with like some of the biggest bands in the scene ever, they've literally just gone from zero to a hundred of working with Mike M, Fall Out Boy, Blink One Eighty Two, Twenty One Pilots. I mean, that's every emo kid's dream, right there. Well, yeah, completely. It's just, it's. I think, uh, what's good about this episode is it's proof to show, and I mentioned it a few times, in the words of Invisible Man, Jonathan Cena, never give up. <laughs> never give up. Because, uh, yeah, most bands in their situation would have gone, fuck this shit, I'm out. And not done anything else and then not gone to LA and worked with John Feldman and all of these people and got these chances so fair play to the Hunter for sticking to it battling through you've got my utmost respect and I cannot wait to see you play live soon yeah it just it's, that is just proof that even though times can get extremely hard that the best things are just around the corner Yes, yes they are. Yeah. Never give up, people. Never give up. Uh, yeah, and of course, their new record, I'd Rather Die Than Let You In, is going to be released now on October the 2nd worldwide. So make sure to put that in your diaries. Go and grab a copy, pre-order it, buy a vinyl, stream it like Mad when it comes out, all those things. And keep updated on their website as well because they will be touring uh, early 2021. Of course, we're still in mad lockdown pandemic times, so keep an update for all those dates at the Hunters website. Yeah, and in mad that one day we're going to get to look back at these episodes or listen back at these episodes and be like, oh yeah, that's that thing where everybody started getting really angry because they had to stay in their house and they only had the ability to watch anything that's ever been made. But yet people are still like, oh, but I'm busting to go to the pub. What for? What for? You got Zoom and you can get beer cheaper for your house. <laughs> anyway, I won't start. I'm going to go with them now because I'm 
kind of fed up of bullying one of my friends' fathers, who's an absolute fucking idiot on Facebook. Oh wow, that's taking a dark turn. Um, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing um, right wing um, propaganda bollocks from people who haven't got a clue how the world works. Oh, like, so. yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone's enjoying that. Um, but just to cheer up a little bit, Sean. At the time of recording this, uh, I did see that the Hunter are actually looking for a new bass player. So what are you trying to say? You're trying to get me a job, you? No, I, I would just say, if you're interested, you could submit. I might submit. I mean, maybe we could be well, co you just said you, ju- you just said, Sean, this will cheer you up. Why would it cheer me up, Morg? I'm not a bassist. <laughs> well, you can learn. So only four strings, I, mate. I can teach you. It, well, number one, it's not. It's probably one string. <laughs> it's just the lowest string. That's all they use. If anyone's a bassist, tell you what, get in touch with us at on Instagram and Twitter, at SaplingPod. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. If you're a bassist, right, and you've ever used more than one string, get in touch with us. Let us know, because I don't fucking believe you, and that's the end of that. Oh, that's brilliant. Yes, at Sapminpod on Twitter and Instagram. And while you're at it, follow us, give us the likes on everything, send us a message. What did you think about this episode? What did you think about previous episodes? Go and check them out. Um, and obviously, if you can do us a favor as well, wherever you're listening to this podcast, if it's on Spotify, Acast, Apple, random websites that we keep finding out that our podcast is on every few weeks, <laughs> um, click that subscribe button because it does help very much. Yes, it does. Please rate where possible as well. Tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell your grand. She won't understand what's going on. And yes, enjoy yourselves. Um, just quickly back to the Hana. I'm in a basis. If Ole Bass is on track, though, I can mine bass. So if they are looking for someone, glad you brought it up. Eventually, more, I will do it. I mean, do you know what? I'd just like to say on this episode, episode 91 of Sapling Podcast, I am now the bassist of the Hunter. So don't let them know. Hopefully they listen to this and now they're like, oh, yes, Sean's in a band. Um, so yes, I am now the bassist from the Hunter. Any bass related questions, please get in touch at Sapling Pod. Um, the answer is lower string. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but. If we're talking about bands you're involved with, Sean, um, your main... The Hunter? No, your other project, your main project, um, oh. Raiders Band UK, is going to yes. be releasing something soon, apparently. I've heard some rumours. Well, I wasn't going to say that. All I was going to say is, if I if I was you, go to RaidersBandUK.Bandcamp.com. If they got a follow button on there, I don't fucking know how Bandcamp works, to be honest. Give us a follow, because September the 4th, oops, something good is coming. And it'll only be on that Bandcamp for that day. Oh, you, so, so, you, you selling those naked calendars of you and Bob? Shut up, oh, man. Shut They'll up. have to go see when I, September the 4th, RaidersBandUK.Bandcamp.com. Dot bandcamp.com. I don't know why I'm whispering. It doesn't make a difference. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've lost our fucking minds. Uh, we've lost our minds. Uh, yeah, I, d- I know where we can find them, though. What? I know what where we can find our minds. Oh, for fuck's sake. We can about. find them at patreon.com forward slash sapmin. So if anyone wants to go over there and see what our brains look like after 91 episodes of this bollocks and they've melted into um, smithereens, then go and check it out. Become a part of our loving community. Bully us, make memes, 
have a laugh and help us grow this podcast bigger and better than ever before yes again thank you very much to everybody who's already a patreon if you're thinking about becoming a patreon do it don't be a prick and that's it and while we mention our Patreon, of course, we've got to give a massive thank you to the elite members of our community. Those are the ones on the top tiers. And Sean is going to read out their names to you now. But as always, I imagine they've changed their names into some weird stuff. Yes, they have. Um, bastards. Uh- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Uh, thank you very much to the wonderful people in this list and all of the people who are, who are patrons, who have been patrons, who have recently left. That's cool. Thank you very much for any support. To people who have joined, thank you very much. Um, to Johnny Phillips, you're not going to be allowed in the group. Uh, thank you very much to Kylie, as in blue healer, sometimes copper feeler, reformed banana bread dealer, scandalously annealer, sometimes copper feeler. And then I think she's run out of space. Thank you very much to Mayumi Liwaway, Sarah taking a bald-headed gnome for a stroll in a misty forest, James. Mitch Perry, Amy Chilvers, Emma Barber, Amadine Urbano, bending over a barrel and seeing her filthy down under. Dana Lasnova, Nathan Croshaw, Dilly doing squat thrust in the cucumber patch, Grimwood. Kel me now. Oh, that's not nice. Ohio is for Emo Chester. Tom Owen, Paul Hirschfield, Liam Connolly, Drew Styles, Kelly Owen, Michael Engler, the Maxin Dancing Champion Campion, Katie Puttock, Scott Frotting the Bacon Jones. Ew. Johnny Phillips. I sincerely apologise to my sap fam and our glorious cultish leaders for my aggression last week. Think it was my time of the month. That was Oliver Amesbury. Simon Amos. Love you, Sean Smythe. <laughs> Kate Stevenson, Emily Senegals, Lucy Diaz, Martina McManus, John and Emma, Erin Howard, Kelly Less spread some blasphemy and put the devil into hell. Mallory, blasphemy equals my thighs, devil equals your dick, hell equals my vagina. 
What? These are getting too much. These are going full mad. Uh, thank you very much to Becky, Andy, Marcy Jacobson, Louis Cook, Sarah Stewart, Jason, again, here we go, Heredia, Jason Heredia, Sandra Kuwachek, Nula Clark, Mike Cunningham, Charles, Charles, Charles Pendlebury, that's his new name, Charles Pendlebury, I'm not saying your actual name now, Charles Pendlebury, Livy Cropper, James McNaught, Tallulah Grant, Kelly Emma Cannon, Stuart McNaught, Sharif Awadali, Jenny Robertson, Tony Michael, Lydia Henderson, Samuel Griffiths, Ball slapping Keris Andrews to finish. <laughs> I what? I don't. I they've got mad. I don't know what the theme is, but it seems to be dirty bastards. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've noticed the group is getting very, very sexually charged lately. I I feel a weird orgy coming on. Anyway, mm. that was episode ninety-one of Sapping Podcast. We have nine more episodes till we get to hundred. We haven't got a bloody clue what we're going to do so far. I don't think. But sending in your ideas. Should we do a best of? No. Should we get a couple of guests on one at a time? Should we do a long one where we do two hours and have like 10 minutes with each guest nipping in? That sounds like it's going to be a right bollock to organise. <laughs> so probably not. Um, yeah, let us know. at happening pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you've got this far, fucking how. Thank you. We appreciate you greatly. Honest to God, it means the world that you'd listen to this. And um, we will see you next week. Yes, we will. Everything Sean said and then some. Yes. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.